In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Now, Lent is not about drawing attention to ourselves. Lent is about turning our attention to Jesus. Now, what do I mean? Well, an example of Lent turning our attention to ourselves, a lot of Christians, including myself, are tempted to talk about what we are giving up for Lent. I don't know if you've ever done that or heard people do it, uh, but we are tempted to seek fulfillment in the things that we do or in the people that we try to impress. For instance, if I give up Instagram for the season of Lent, maybe just in the morning hours, then I I do this in hopes to impress my friends and myself. But the thing is, this will not impress God. Lent is not what I do, don't do, give up. It is not about the people that I impress. Lent is about Jesus for his church. It is a season of repentance, giving, prayer, and fasting, as our readings reflected. These are things that have to do with love of God and love of neighbor. In other words, the Ten Commandments. They are to bring peace because the focus is to be on Jesus' work for us. And he points out in our scripture today that even though this is supposed to be the focus We, like with most things in our lives, are tempted to use these good things for temporal rewards. In other words, for things in this life. These things that God uses to bring us closer to him, we are tempted to use as another way to run away from him. Jesus says, he tells this group today in the Sermon on the Mount, He says, beware of practicing your righteousness before others, to be seen by them. And again, Jesus says, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. Why do they do this? That they would be praised by others. And again, he says, when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, They love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they would be seen by others. And yet again, he says, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. In all of these holy things, which Jesus says to do, he says, when you do it, Jesus warns that these holy things can be abused. This isn't just a problem in Lent. We are always doing good things in order to be seen by others. In other words, we do things from the motivation of self-interest, self-preservation. It is the nature of sinful man to think of himself before he thinks of anyone else. Sometimes even if I'm doing something really good for somebody, I can't wait to take a pic of it and post it on Instagram. And when I say sinful man does this, 
I'm including you and I in this room. In other words, and people get a sense of this. We're not really, sometimes we're not doing it for love of them. We're doing it for love of self. Deep down, everybody has insecurity. And everybody longs for peace. We are tempted by the devil, the world, and our sinful nature to think that this peace that we all need can come from things in this world. Oftentimes, this lack of peace will cause us to slight our neighbor or even turn against our neighbor. We fight him or her for the things or the positions of this world. Searching for peace, we run to things that sometimes hurt or harm our neighbor and sometimes hurt or harm us. When you think of the things that you run to for peace, the list is too big to count. I started trying to list things and I couldn't do it. I may run to this thing and you may run to that thing, but both of us are thinking of ourselves first and foremost ourselves before God, ourselves before our neighbor. We run to things like pornography, addictive cell phone usage, substances. We run to things that are known only to us. We have run to things that have the, we even sometimes run to things that have the appearance of good but are just as selfish as anything else that you can find in this world. For crying out loud, the hypocrites that Jesus spoke about in our gospel, they sought out peace in having other people say they're so religious. That can't be bad. They, they sought out peace by having other people know which, how great a prayers, prayers they are. And you know what? This could seem harmless, but even this hurt other people because it created competition among believers to see who was the most spiritual. This religiosity, it still turns people away from Jesus to this day. All of this searching for peace in the things of this world, including recognition from others in things like church attendance and prayer and Bible reading, it's looking for things and it's looking for peace in things that are perishing. And Ash Wednesday recognizes the fact that everything in this world is dying, including us. There is no hope here. And Jesus tells us do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Nothing in this life brings peace. Not people, not things, not sin, not even religious accomplishments. Jesus said of the people that prayed, gave, and fasted, remember, to be seen by others, that they received their reward. In other words, people said, wow, you're really spiritual. He means that when they did these things, they didn't care about knowing or understanding God. They were seeking to be noticed by man. And that happened. 
The thing is, people are as fickle as anything else in this world. If you have praise for a moment from somebody, it won't last. Jesus knew this. And when the people praised him, he did not put his trust in man because the Bible says he knew what was in a man. Jesus began his passion on Palm Sunday with a motivation of love for you and I. And guess what? On that particular day, the people praised him. They sang out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And he acted in love. He acted in love just a few days later on Good Friday as the world cried out, Crucify him! You see, Jesus' treasure, it was not in this perishing world, but rather his treasure was in doing what he alone could do to save you and me from death and punishment when we wanted it and when we didn't want it. His treasure was to save us from this world that will come under judgment. His treasure was in the love of the Eternal Father and in His love for you and me. His treasure was in the peace that He would make for us by the blood of His cross. For our sake, the Father made Jesus to be sin, our sin, He who knew no sin became sin for us, so that in him we become the righteousness of God. God's treasure is saving you. What is our treasure? Is it in, is our treasure in the things that God came to save us from? Or is it in the God who came to save us? Jesus says, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth or rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. By the Holy Spirit's power, set your heart on Jesus' love. His love for you in the water, where he first called you by name and joined his name to yours. Set your heart on the one who says, this is my body, this is my blood, given and shed for you. Jesus presents himself to you in humility, to be received. He is an everlasting treasure from heaven that breaks into our perishing world. So this Lent, we confess. We confess the places that we have run to for fleeting pleasure and failing peace. We confess to the Lord the people that we have hurt 
the people that we have harmed by our failure to keep the Ten Commandments. And we confess that we have not let God's love have its way with us, and we confess that our love for others has therefore failed. In other words, by His Holy Spirit, we turn to God in repentance this Lent. We turn to God for the forgiveness of Jesus that brings us peace. And this Lent, you may choose to fast. And if you do fast, we do it in secret as something that is between the Heavenly Father and us. We may fast from social media or some other thing that we have become dependent on, but we don't fast from it in order to prove to God or anybody else our strength or our fortitude, because that's an illusion. No, we fast because when our desire for that thing that we're fasting from begins to shout at us, we understand that this superficial need we have for this thing is really a signal, a sign for the deep and true need that we have for Jesus. I need Jesus more than food. I need him more than Instagram. I need him more than fleeting, flattering words. I need bread from heaven. In other words, my temporal need that is magnified when I fast becomes a deeper understanding of just how much I need Jesus. And when I fast, I don't just sit and suffer. I replace that time I would have spent doing other things with God's word. I replace that meal with the Lord's Supper. I replace the things in the temporal world with treasures from heaven. And this Lent, when I pray, I turn to God who has done everything possible to take away my sin and shame. I turn to a father who loved me, uh, who, who loved me enough to give up his only son to make me, even me, one of his children. And I turn to Jesus through his death and resurrection made his father into our Father. This Lent I am reminded that my prayers are heard and I pray to him who no matter what the world says or thinks, loves me. And this Lent when I give, I do it because I first received God's love for me. In other words, my gifts are not to impress God myself or anybody else. I am giving because God gave me all that he has and I can't hold it in. I receive Jesus' passion for me during this season of Lent and it transforms me into a person who loves others and gives to them. By God's grace, this Lent, we will set our hearts on God's love for us in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit's leading, Jesus' passion 
will be our treasure. And with Jesus as our treasure, we will be transformed from people who do things for selfish reasons into people who do things for our neighbor's benefit. After all, this is what Jesus did for us. Even as we cried crucify him on Good Friday, he prayed and worked for us. He did what love does, even when it did not give him praise. And may his love have its way with you, so that you would love others, whether you are noticed or not. And now the And now, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, keep you steadfast in his word during this season of Lent. Amen. Amen.